Welcome to A Year in Marvel. I'm Antonio Alcazar. And I'm Jason Technoir Studio. We are back with another episode of A Year in Marvel, WandaVision. Yep, we're doing WandaVision. We're down to two episodes left. Yeah. Hey, so as a quick aside, I recently saw a calendar for the Marvel releases for the next four years. Sure. And I don't think we're going to be doing this episode every week. What do you mean? I think that there are some weeks that they're not going to have a thing. Not until after Loki's done. I think in between um, uh, Scarlet or Black Widow and Loki, there's some time, like a month almost. Mm, maybe. Or something like that. Yeah. I wonder if maybe they're taking off that time because the new uh, Star Wars is coming out. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. So. so if you guys are enjoying this... Know that you're going to have some respites, tiny little... No, we all have other stuff to care, cover. Well, yeah, for sure, so. but, but just from this. A year in Marvel, hey, we'll have some respites. maybe we'll do yeah. uh, a year in Star Wars, and we'll fill in the Star Wars shows. Nah. No. You don't want to cover good things? <laughs> so, uh, I want to uh, apologize for the last few weeks of uh, some of the things I've said. <laughs> couple things one um first of all i'm done comparing uh or allowing antonio to compare uh wandavision to chernobyl um or any other hbo show from now on we're not doing that anymore i'm he is off limits from doing that uh from now on because he points out that hbo is made for adults from now on i'm gonna compare it to something else oh my god in the same genre yeah star wars compared to star wars the boys Okay, you can compare it to the boys. That's fair. Both are on pay services. Sure. Yeah. Both are comic book shows. Yes. Both are dramas. Okay. So. One is clearly made for an adult audience. Correct. Of course. Yeah, yeah. of course. Well, what I'm saying is... But okay. I'm saying both are one dramas. Of them, one of them is not trying to cast the widest net possible. <laughs> right. It's just trying to be good. Yeah. If you, good. if you compare it to Star Wars, I'm cool with comparing it to Star Wars. Because mm. Star Wars is also a Disney property aimed at the widest net possible. Mm. Which I think is a fair comparison. So, we'll you can't get, you can't compare it to the boys and be like, well, in the boys what? they rip people apart, and let's I'm just get, like, yeah, let's, okay, let's well. do that now instead of at the end of the show. We'll just we'll jump right here, uh-huh, okay? Uh-huh. So, little departure. I'm I'm cool with comparing it to Mando. Okay, Mando is like here, and by here I mean like A level. Okay, and Wandavision is like C level. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, Mando what, what is you say really that? good. What makes you say that? I'm getting there. Okay, Mando is really good. Yeah. And Wanda's good. It's fine. Mm. few reasons I'm going to get into the, uh, here why that. Okay. Because we were discussing um, stuff that might be coming down the pipe and stuff like that. And then it came to my mind that Marvel, and more importantly, Kevin Feige, mm-hmm. isn't going to answer dreams like Filoni and Favreau are. Mm-hmm. Filoni and Favreau are gigantic Star Wars fans. Mm-hmm. And they've been Star Wars fans their entire life. I'm not sure Kevin Feige was ever a Marvel fan, okay. other than the fact that he makes money from Marvel. And so Marvel has gotten him ex- yeah, okay. very rich. I'll just say very rich. <laughs> yeah, okay. And I mean, he's the president of Marvel. So yeah. Yeah. Like cool. He's probably got some money. He, yeah, he's, he's, he's definitely got some money. He's he in charge of everything. He's enriched himself And with he's this clearly stuff. made smart decisions. I'll say that, okay? Mm-hmm. For the first 10 years of, of the... Marvel Cinematic Universe. 
I question where he's going forward, especially after this episode, but we'll get into that. Well, I can I could I think I have a good estimation for what the difference is between Filoni and Favreau versus Feige. Go ahead. And I think it's it's relevant. Okay. I think that there is a certain amount of difference in legacy. Not that one has legacy and the other doesn't. Obviously, they're both really old. I mean, you could say that. But there's a difference in legacy. Star Wars has a has a bigger legacy than Marvel. Sure, yeah. And it has a more specific um, what's been missing in cinema legacy mm-hmm. in the sense that Star Wars started off with this very engaging mythology. Yeah. And then we have collectively decided that everything done after, or the most things done after Return of the Jedi Mm -hmm. were missteps in some way. Sure. uh, That didn't live up to what we wanted out of Star Wars. Sure. And so Favreau and Filoni, what they did was that they tried to correct that, to rectify that. Yeah. They tried to give us in cinema the things that we've been collectively asking for, or at the very least, trying to raise the bar to a bar that we're more collectively thinking is... Worth Star Wars, worthy of Star Wars. I think it's even more than that. I think they listen and they deliver. Okay, but hold on, but hold on. What they're delivering is a different dream, though, because you said that... Uh, that Favreau and, and Filoni are, like, trying to give us our dreams. Shit, we and... should have waited until after the episode to discuss this, okay, because there's definitely some stuff I want to get into sure. from the episode yes. that, that revolves okay, around Okay, well, then this. let me finish this, and then we'll start the episode. Yep. Okay, so uh, the thing that I think Feige is doing is different. I think Feige is, for the first time, simply adapting a comic book universe into the movies. And I think that he's doing a fine job of it. I don't think that there's the same expectation or legacy expectation that Star Wars has. I think that it is just how can we put comic book universes into cinematic universes? And so far, and, I think he's doing a good and job. And make as much money as possible. Sure. But, that's important okay, to... Okay, I, I agree, a, but I think he's doing a good job of it. Because here's the here's the flip that I'll, I, I want to flip, okay? okay. Because the, I think the problem I have, and I understand... I equate it to sports, okay, right? One of the most frustrating things about, I'm sure some of you guys are sports fans, plenty of you probably aren't, but one of the most frustrating things about being a Green Bay Packer fan is that they're always good, okay? Mm -hmm. They're always good, they're rarely great, Okay. okay, right? And because of that, they... Keep being good because mm-hmm. Packer fans are fine with being good. They're yeah. like, yeah, we're in the playoffs yeah. every year. Yeah. We're in the fight every year. We have a chance every year. We're going to flip a coin they're, every they're year. They're one of the big NFL legacy okay. teams. Yeah. Right. Other teams over the last 10 plus years, and baseball is a great comparison too, have gone, we're going to be great for one year, put all our chips in, win the Super Bowl, and then we're fine being shitty for five years. Uh-huh. Denver Broncos is probably the most relevant okay. recent the one. The more recent one. Where yeah. they've had, they had like two you Super Bowls. You don't think Bowls. they'll have another good year next year? Uh, they're not going to have a good year for a while. Okay. They had two Super Bowls like over the course of like three years, I think. Sure. Lost one, won one. Okay. Or maybe it was two years. No, I think there was a year in between, and then they came back and they beat the the Panthers when Von Miller won the um, MVP that year. Um so they, but they went all in. They bought a bunch of free agents, stuff like that, and they're like, yeah. "We're going for broke. We're going to try to make this happen." Okay. Yeah. yeah. The um, famously, um, the Milwaukee Brewers, another situation where they've been good recently. Yeah. But they've refused to like put those last few dollars yeah. in to go all in. Sure. And I compare. Okay, the Milwaukee Brewers have been around for forty five ish years or something. A couple of years more, longer than I've been alive. Mm-hmm. No, more than that. I think this is so like fifty years. Mm-hmm. They've been to one World Series where they lost. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now they're just good being good in teams. the playoffs. Yeah, right. Sure. They're in the playoffs every year. 
And Milwaukee fans are perfectly fine with that. Mm-hmm. To me... The Bucks too, recently, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. since uh, Giannis. Yeah, the yeah. NBA is very hard to like compare because the NBA, you have to get lucky in a draft pick, uh-huh. and then you can build around that draft pick. Sure. They were lucky in the Giannis. Giannis worked out, so it worked out okay. The NBA is very different because it's like... There's no sport where one player can make as much of a difference as he as he does there. Tom Brady's a little bit different because when Tom Brady went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we could get into that, but he changed like the culture. They already had a great team that just needed a bit of a culture change sure. that he helped implement that yeah. that did that. That is very that rare. Was less in the NFL. one person right. dragging it and more one person just kind of being exactly what they need. More kinda. importantly, the Buccaneers were like 8-8, eight and eight, I think, with Jameis Winston. And Jameis Winston threw like 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. So they clearly had a decent team that was like the average or so. And then they got to the Super Bowl this year. But they only won like two more games, I think, in the regular season than they did last year. I could be off by so a So it was game, just like a, a percentage. It was a like a little bit, right, yeah. with Tom Brady. And they got other guys, too, that they brought in. Because sure. they brought in like Gronk. They brought in um, Adamican Sue. They brought in like a bunch of players across. They put all their chips in, and then they won the Super Bowl for sure, it, okay? Yeah. Um, basketball. My comparison that there's nothing like this in football or baseball. Um, LeBron James played for the Heat. Okay, that year they got to the championship. They lost the championship. That mm-hmm. same year, Cleveland was the worst team in the league. They had the number one draft pick. He left the Heat, went to the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cleveland Cavaliers went from worst team in the NBA to the NBA championship that year. Jeez. Now they lost yeah, to yeah. the Golden State because that Golden State team was insane, yeah. but. I mean, they went from last to second in one year. Right, one guy. And Kyrie Irving was pretty good, but it was really LeBron that went. I mean, they would have probably been like an outside playoff team without LeBron. But with LeBron, they went to the championship that year. Okay, so that is hard to do in any other sport. Okay, because one player makes up such a difference for that. Okay, so what you're in. in, So what I'm going to do here, what I'm comparing this to is I try, I look at it like the comparison of DC and Marvel. Okay. Okay. I find DC to be like the Florida Marlins. Mm-hmm. I find Marvel to be like I'm trying to think of like a really Packers. good No, yeah, yeah, like the Packers. We'll yeah. say like the Packers. Okay? Or like DC to be like the Broncos. Marvel is perfectly fine with going, we're going to give you a bunch of Bs and B pluses yeah. and you're going to spend a ton we're of money into the playoffs every year. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We're going to give you uh Are we going to go to the Super Bowl and win it? Maybe not. Yes. Sometimes we'll go to the Super Bowl right. and still lose it. Right. But we're but, still going to be yeah, up there. Yeah, yeah. DC is like, every once in a while, we're going to have an outstanding hit yeah. that everybody fucking loves. Yeah. My comparison would be the Joker, obviously. Sure, yeah. Where the Joker had like this minimal shoestring budget. Yeah. It was artsy as fuck. It had fucking, you know, um, Joaquin Phoenix, which we all love. Yeah. And it was like, we're going to swing, boom, home run. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But then they're also going to give you Wonder Woman 2. Right. <laughs> we're going to give you Wonder Woman 2, or we gave sure. you Aquaman or something like that, right? We're going to give you other stuff. We're giving you fucking Justice League redone, right? Like, so it's it's not going to be a home run every time. But I would prefer that. You would? I, I would prefer, no, no, no. I prefer the Green Bay Packers. Oh, okay. I prefer, I don't. I prefer going to the playoffs every single year, always having a great season, mm. and then sometimes going to the Super Bowl and sometimes winning the Super Bowl. Mm. And that's. Totally cool. Extremely rare. That's the expectation that I have over media generally. Mm. Now, I know that teams like the Patriots exist, Mm -hmm. where it's just like Uh, Super Bowl and Super Bowl and Super Bowl and Super Bowl. And I don't uh, expect that from anything. I mean, I think that 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 exists is pretty wild. You know why I hate the Patriots? It's not because of how great the Patriots are. Like, Uh because all all credit to fucking Bill and 
and uh, Bill and Ted, aka Tom, um, yeah. getting that done, man. That yeah. is amazing to have two dynasties basically yeah. over the course of twenty years, and like, but those two people are in both of those dynasties. Yeah, it is amazing. Okay, what I hate the the um, about Patriots the for yeah. is because idiot fans like i have a few friends like this expect like that to like other teams can do that sure, like they're yeah. like the packers should be doing it like dude that is impossibly great sure, like yeah. they are now like the patriots of this are now like the steelers in the 70s or like the bulls in the 90s yeah. or like the yankees in the 60s like they are stratosphere great now like yeah. that is not normal dude yeah. you cannot the expect your team. That is <laughs> it's ridiculous to go <laughs> and that's oh. exactly what i'm saying I don't think that there's an expectation or a uh, charitable expectation that any piece of media should have nonstop Super Bowl wins. Yeah, I, think I mean, that unless you're like Christopher Nolan or eh, even he, and even him it, yeah. with Tennant was yeah. a little bit of a misstep. And so, yeah. what I'm saying is, I'm perfectly happy with a studio that's giving me nonstop playoffs, mm. and then every now and then takes me all the way to the Super Bowl. A Ridley it. Scott. Sure, yeah, Ridley Scott. <laughs> Ridley, really, where he has like one or two movies that are just like, oh, these were missteps. But yeah. mostly it's just like, yeah, dude, good. you're fucking good at movies, yeah. dude. Yeah. I'm cool with it. Okay. I think that that's a fair expectation for a studio. In fact, I think that we are lucky <laughs> that fans mm-hmm. get consistent playoffs. Mm. I, I, I think that, like, obviously, if you don't like Marvel, then who gives a shit? But if, right, you're, a, right. if you're a superhero guy mm-hmm. and, and the studio that's making your superhero movies gives you nonstop good... Sometimes great, sometimes fucking static Often, great. often just good. Okay, often just good. Yeah, but sometimes insane, yeah. dude. I'm I'm lucky. I'm happy. So the funny thing to me is divisionalism. Like that's that's human way. But it's funny to me that like people can't just be like, hey, I like Marvel and I like DC stuff, right? <laughs> like yeah. there's this weird divisionalism still where it's like, but hold on, hold on. Yeah, I like Marvel. Yeah. But I don't lo- dislike DC because I like Marvel. Yeah, I dislike DC because I think there's a subconscious small. No, party no, because no, there's like, some it's like the West DC Coast, stuff East Coast that I like. There's fight. some DC stuff that mm-hmm. I like, like the first Superman, Man of Steel. Yeah, I like that movie. Yeah, everything else I haven't. Mm. And so, like, I mean, you can be wrong. That's fine. Okay, but what I'm saying is not because I like Marvel, mm. but because it's not like my vibe. Mm. Same right. thing. Same you want thing. a you want a Marvel vibe. Uh, I don't. Churn. I don't necessarily need a Marvel vibe. Like for instance, wait a second. You like Joker as well? Exactly. I like Joker, and then and I also disliked the Fox Marvel, and so like it's not like a Marvel versus DC thing. It's really just I like this style. No, you give you give you will like okay. Fundamentally, there uh, there are Fox marvel films and dc films that are better than some of the marvel films from disney but you still enjoy because you're wrong you still enjoy the marvel films probably more i'm gonna guess like i would be willing to wager that you would say something silly like uh thor two one and iron man two are still better than days of future past i would there you go. But, All but right, so hold on, 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 before we get into that, but I like the three Nolan Batmans, I like Joker. I, I don't care, man. 
If you like, like the I like Man of Steel. You displayed and I, and what I think I that, meant. No, so no, but no, no, no because no. what I'm saying is, Mm-mm. you're saying it's it, the, it's uh, completely because you have no, been brainwashed the problem, into the no, Marvel. The problem is that you have a you have the way that you look at movies is completely different perspective. Uh, no. Yes. So I watch everything twice. I want to point out, I watch everything twice. The first time I watch it as a film, the second time I just like to kick back and watch. Just to enjoy it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. What I'm saying is, in the way that I enjoy movies, I'm looking for like a feeling, you know? Mm -hmm. And the feeling of the way that those movies, the Marvel movies, is like super my thing that I enjoy. No, dude. Yeah. No, fuck that. This is just... Fundamentally ridiculous that you would say that movies are not. No, the Fox Fox Marvel movies are just not my. Anybody would be like, yeah, Thor two is better than Days of Future Past. I liked it more. Like you might say that because you are the contrarian, and that is what it is. There is no one, even Kevin Feige, is like, I like Days of Future Past two better than Thor two. No, yeah. So WandaVision episode eight. Here we go. You ready for the rundown, my boy? Give me that rundown. Here we get the rundown. All right, we get a quick backstory of Agatha in the 1860s. She's caught up by some, like, witch hunter type people, but then we find out that those people are witches as well. She plays kind of coy at this point in time, and then she sucks all the power from the witches. Her mom is there as well, and she seems like the more extreme, powerful witch, and she still is able to outdo her and suck her powers away. We jump back to regular time, and Agatha has Wanda trapped in the basement. She makes a joke about the accent, which I found funny again. Uh, I will always find that funny. She reveals that Wanda has no power because of the ruins in her basement that are locking her there. Quickly, Agatha realizes Wanda doesn't really understand how she gained these powers in the first place. So, she starts to dig through Wanda's past, and we start with her being a little kid, learning about her parents' death. We see where she gets her love for TV shows from. The bombs drop, and we see her first touch of power. The bomb wasn't a dud after all, even though that's what she's told herself. We jump over then to Hydra Base. We see the sphere and how she, her powers were enhanced. We find out that the Infinity Stone just kind of enhanced the things that were already within her. Onwards, we jump over to the Avengers scenes, and we see her early dealings with the Vision. These were I think these were supposed to be taking place during Civil War. Or right before. Or right before, yeah. Right yeah. around that, that yeah. period of time. So um, so we get to see like extra after, scenes from that. Yeah, after the um, Age of Ultron. Yes. At the, like the last scene, they're in the new Avengers base in the yeah. hangar. Yeah. And they're just like Avengers Assemble or whatever. Right. And Wanda and Vision are there. Yep. Between and that and Civil, Civil War, War, they were just kind of like sure. Avengers. Sure. And this could have even took place after the incident at Lagos, in fact. It could have, yeah, for because sure. In she fact, was, yeah, it might have. That might have been because sure. she was locked down after that. All right, so we jump over then to see her heading towards the sword outpost and straight talks to the director. We find out that this whole setup was a lot different than what we first were expecting. Um, he's not really a bad guy at all. He just kind of says that he belongs to us because he was made from our materials. Uh, kind of. Kind of. Okay. Well, she sees Vision's dead body, and she says goodbye to him, and then she heads on out. She drives over to Westview, and we start to meet all the people we've seen throughout the show. We see her take it over through her pure inside power. She creates Vision. This is why he cannot leave the bubble. We travel back to 2000's Westview, and the kids are screaming. Wanda comes running up, and Agatha has the kids in a chokehold, and she reveals she's the Scarlet Witch. Almost eight minutes of credits this time, but we get another mid credit scene. Back over to Sword, they reveal what they've really been working on. White Vision. White Vision. And he opens his eyes, and that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Can I ask a question? Of course. Please feel free. This is a safe space for you. Is there anything more cringe Uh 
than 1860s Salem witch trials. Yeah. Why? Besides hell power, is there anything else more cringe? Like, that is cringe as fuck, bro. And maybe not to you anymore, but, like, when that started off 1860s and she's a witch in 18s, I was just like, of course she is. But, like, because, like everything Harkness was. I know. It's it's silly. They're adapting the comic books, Jason. It's silly. You don't have to... You, okay, Marvel has clearly told us we're fine taking liberties with whatever we want sure. to. Sure. Well, you, what did you, you, what did you prefer? I hate 1860s Salem bullshit. Okay, well, you like uh, hell powers, so, you know. Also, let's go back to the to the sword situation. When he's saying he's a weapon made out of vibranium, yes. it's not their weapon. I, I think it was, that's it was made. It was made by Ultron. I mean, yeah. It, using stolen vibranium from... Uh, a claw. I it had nothing to do. Uh, no. With so so why do they own him? Because he they, signed on to the accords. Yeah, essentially. Okay. Because he's like, I'm good with you guys. I'm on yeah, your team. Yeah. yeah. No. Then that body is owned by them. I sure, mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I didn't it. think that it was like malevolent. Although yeah. I did feel like okay, so he is at the very least a shit at, a shithole because um because he lied to the other shield operatives. Who did in he his, lie in to? his presentation? Yeah. In his presentation, he said Wanda came down, showed a video of Wanda coming down yep. and stealing the fucking vision. Well, she shows him, like, busting into the... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, that didn't happen. Right. You know? So, so like, it's just him being a shithead. Ah, uh, I don't... Uh, or maybe, like... Uh, like, not... I'm not saying he's I don't evil. Even think, I don't even know I think if he's just a, being a shithead. Uh, okay, so he he's government. Body. And he's government. And sometimes... Yeah, yeah. Um, Government Yeah, they would do, the truth. They Because sure. it's... For your own good, like sure. I, I think there's times. I totally agree. And I even I even believe that in real life. I want to point out. I think yeah. there are times where, of course, we don't reveal things Dude. because, right? Okay. Of course. So we've talked um, about this in our yeah, military yeah, yeah. ones. <laughs> so uh, we will hit another apology. Oh boy! This time, Jesus Christ, from Antonio <laughs> to Jason, that he was absolutely right in Scarlet Witch creating all this place. And creating the okay, hex. I see it's coming. We got to see that. I saw it coming. Totally dumb. Yeah, yeah. Not a big apology. Just a soft one. Because yeah. he did kind of hold it out. He was kind of like this middle of the road sure. rider. Well, okay. So my my thing about the Scarlet Witch um, having created all of this was just that I thought that she wouldn't be the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I just didn't think that Disney would make uh, one of the heroes. A one bad of the guy. heroes a bad guy. And so I was just like, there's dis- gotta be. That's a bad definitely guy. disappointing. Of course, um, of course. I think that making protagonists bad guys yeah. villains is some of the coolest shit yeah. in any series that i've seen like for instance my favorite show of all time is breaking bad yeah and the main character who starts off semi good at least like maybe pretending to be good is a straight up villain (laughs) you know like the whole fucking time and so uh i like that i think it's compelling television to watch main characters grapple with i think that when you watch a Good guy or a uh, compelling main character become a bad person, struggle with real or like, vice emotional, versa. Yeah, 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 things like that. I'm. I think it's super. I mean, like interesting. Yeah. I, I love watching that that uh, that character study. And so I agree with you. If we would have seen Wanda become a straight up bad guy, mm-hmm. I would have been like, "What a cool show!" I mean, but is there anything? I'm cool I mean, with her not being the bad guy because I like Agatha Harkness as a character. I dig your like comparison to Breaking Bad, but because I have never watched Breaking Bad, I can't really go off that. But I mean, mm-hmm. Game of Thrones was masters at doing this in the early seasons, sure. especially with like Cersei and Jamie and stuff yeah. like that. And well, kind of with Jamie, they would have done it perfectly. I mean, let's just disregard and also. 
also Tyrion too. Right. Yeah, Tyrion, of course. Because yeah, Tyrion um, kind of started off a shithead and then he became like a compelling character and Jamie started off a shithead and committed a character. I mean, Jamie starts off a villain, becomes yes. a hero towards the second yeah. half of the show. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, you, you do, you do that with, uh, like you point out, uh, Tyrion. Yeah. Tyrion kind of goes from shitty to entirely to kind of shitty later yeah. again, he, like back he, and forth. He goes from entirely self-serving to altruistic. Right. Which right. I think is a great. It, and they were really able to do shades of gray better than anyone else was. But I mean, that's that's a that's a side because they were shooting for real life situations and yes. real life. That's how people yes. are. Okay? Where, where I agree here, it's toned down. Yeah. This is a Disney and property, and that's sure. fine. It is what it is. Like you, I really thought that's where we because I again you, you, I was you were hoping into, for yeah you were hoping for it was going to be more. You right? were hoping for admit, HBO, type of course, shit, yeah. of course. And I was hoping for I'm the I don't know what HBO is when we're talking about this stuff. <laughs> I was hoping for the boys level type shit sure, where it was okay. just much deeper yeah but where, I where wanna, nobody's really a good guy everyone's just kind of in it for themselves i want to say something about this show okay going into the show i sat down and i watched this episode yeah i'm sorry yeah this episode i sat down that night and i i, I texted you and i said i am not watching this show until i'm ready to go to bed because yes. i'm not gonna have a disappointing day again. no yeah because because i don't want this to ruin my whole right. day which i laughed at yeah, a lot i know i figured <laughs> uh so that night i sat down with my son and we watched thor ragnarok because he wanted to watch an avengers film and i was like hey you want to watch thor and he was like yeah and i was like ragnarok would be perfect for him and he was enjoying it i gotta admit i was not enjoying it as much as i remembered loving ragnarok thor. i still Here's a th- I Somebody wanna- asked me this weekend, what's your favorite Marvel movie? I, yeah. And I said, I think it's in between Spider-Man Far From Home, which I know you'll disagree with, uh, or and Thor Ragnarok. Those are, like, to me, those are, like, the best. Thor Ragnarok is a top five Marvel movie. Okay. That says something. Yeah, okay. That you that you were just like, eh, about it? That you were yeah. on it? Yeah. It yeah, made me realize know, all Marvel movies are, eh. Yeah, and so I, I even know. made a comment to you. I said... I'm basically watching Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Uh, that's right. I wanted to... And I was, was like... Because it's Disney. It, it, all of this stuff is just Disney shit now. And it's... And it's so I want to... I'm preempting my next comment by saying I was not in the greatest of mood when I sat down to watch WandaVision. This week? Yes. Okay. Because I was like, this Thor... Like, I don't hate it by any means. But goddamn, some of these jokes are just so awful. And, like, they go on forever. And... I think like the repeat viewing of this does not hold up as well as some of the repeat viewings. Because okay, the funny like conundrum I have with Marvel is I've watched other ones like Iron Man three and Iron Man two and been like, oh, this isn't as bad as I remember it. Whereas I watch Thor now and I'm like, eh, this isn't as good as I remember it. So it's kind of a weird like dichotomy I have with Marvel right now. So I sat down to watch this show, and I, I wonder this how show. much of this is influenced by our conversation. It might be because you're. Um historically uh-huh. a contrarian uh, at times and i yeah at times um and i think that maybe some of that colors your rewatches uh, maybe maybe i like something and then i want to fight with myself yeah and then you just sit down <laughs> and you're just like you know what i'm not gonna i'm so contrarian i'm gonna yeah. fight with myself sometimes now. i feel like you might eh, you maybe might be. i doubt that but um so i sat down not 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 happy i don't want to say not happy i didn't hate okay i want to make it clear i still enjoyed thor ragnarok overall I was just like, God damn, some of these dumb jokes were just too long. Like, and they're Disney and Disney does that. Like the thing where he's like spinning around and like he spins around, hold on, I'm coming back around or whatever. Right. Like, okay, that's funny. And then he does it a second time. And Uh, that's not funny to me. So they want to get mileage out of their jokes, uh, bro. I I sat down to watch this show and then I watched the 32 minutes of this episode of television. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I fucking loved it. What? Yes. yes. What? <laughs> I know. I, I know you thought you might have thought where that was going. Yeah. I love this sh- no episode. No way. Of the show. That's yeah. cool to hear. It was the probably the best episode of the season. First of all, it was. It did not. It was adult from the start. Adult through the end. Like there was like a crack of a joke, sure. and that was it. Like this is my shit. This is because okay. There are only a few genres of television. There's action, there's crime, sure. there's documentary, yeah. there's um, dramas. And comic book movies shows are either action or drama. Or kind of comedy sometimes. Yeah, well, all of them have some comedy. Sure, yes, yeah. okay. But this show is clearly shooting more for drama. Mm-hmm. It's not really comedy. I mean, no. it, it has nowhere near the n- number of jokes that most of the TV shows do. Sure. Or, I mean, not the TV, the uh, movies. movies do. Yeah. Um, and this one was like, there was like one joke cracked in the entire thing. Sure. Like, and I was just like, yeah, not only that, I don't want to say to, I like it just because it was adult because it was fulfilling backstory, expanding on a character that we kind of care about, but we don't really know that much about and really filling in all the behind the scenes of Wanda as a character and also kind of touching on vision a little bit. So I really loved this episode. It's really informed her descent into madness yeah in a way i believed it was a great penultimate episode like that's what like penultimate episodes are supposed to be like like set you up for the finale right Mm. and because this isn't a repeatable show when she was at that land at the plot of land yeah and she just like that's where she caved yeah yeah yeah. dude i i bought it yeah like i was like yes all of the things that you just showed me yeah you earned this break not only that i want to point out too I love the sword ending because, like, there are things that happened earlier in the season that were just kind of like, what? Like, all right, I guess, like, this drone thing. But the thing, the fact that they were setting all that up because they were like, we know this drone's not going to kill her. We're just trying to get some of her power. And then, you know, like, that was so well done at, yeah. the, at the end of it. So, like, I really like that as well. Like, all of it was just... Yeah, I liked all of it. So yeah. I say all that to that. To that's that, so. that's cool, man. So you're excited for for uh, White Vision, then? I'm okay. So now we can get back to our Star Wars talk. <laughs> okay. Kevin Feige isn't here to answer dreams. Mm-hmm. Okay. David oh. Filoni, John Favreau, the Star Wars team is. Mm-hmm. They missed shot with JJ a little bit because they were like, "Oh, you guys wanted Palpatine? Here's Palpatine." Okay, that was the a mistake. But, like, I think of things like Rogue One, okay? Mm-hmm. Rogue One, they're like, here you go. You want something more serious. Here's your spy thing. Not only are we going to give you this cool spy thing, but you know what you've never seen before? Badass Darth Vader. We're going to give you badass Darth Vader. So badass that at the end, you're like, if you don't have goosebumps, you're not a Star Wars fan. Get the fuck out. So. It's true. And. I think it was. I think it was. Totally a, unneeded. I want to point that out. Not totally, just unneeded. But the fact that it tied to the last, se- the first second of New Hope, yeah, too. I didn't need that. Like, oh, I didn't need well, that. I didn't we need d- that. we loved it. Or, or if you were going to give me that, I didn't need it to, because it kind of stepped on its own feet. That ending, because um, in Star Wars, the first Star Wars, yeah, they're trying to play off like they don't have anything to do with anything. They're yeah. just like we're just on a diplomatic mission. Sure. What are you talking about? And in this, and in Rogue One, yeah. he's literally, like, <clears throat> at the bridge of this ship. Yeah. You know, like, seeing it escape with the plans. Yeah. And then when he shows up, 
how? Why would they even but wait think a second, to wait a say something like that? Because it's still just uh, a, you know, it's it's Tanti to the Tanti Five is one of many ships like that. Okay, so okay. I'm guessing that they didn't like track it down that second. In general, that's just a common ship. Okay, so I want to point this out. So that ship escapes. Okay, Vader now has to get back to his Star Destroyer, obviously, get mm-hmm. his shit together, head on out, okay? So I'm guessing they didn't catch him in that parsec. They were probably... God damn, am I a fucking nerd? But like, they were probably a few you parsecs... You know what you're doing right could, now? Oh, yeah. my God. You know what, what you're doing right now? You are explaining to me what your brain does for it to make sense in a way that you enjoy, just God like I do it. with Marvel. You know, so <laughs> the other night... You're a Star Wars fan. <laughs> so I was playing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order the other night, okay? Because I've been on a Star Wars kick lately. And I was playing Fall in the Order the other night. And in that game, you play as like this Jedi. And I think it it takes place during the dark times, I believe. So it's between episode three and episode four. And you have to like go to this like like Jedi temple and stuff like that. And you go there and you like look through all this stuff and you learn about all this different shit. And mm-hmm. I was like, God damn it. Now I kind of understand it. Because <laughs> like I was <laughs> loving the shit. Yeah, like sure. you were learning about all these different Jedis and stuff like that. And yeah. like what they did and, and all this shit. And like how they meditated. And, sure. and I was just like, God damn, I could. <laughs> I could play this for hours. Sure. Like, like all the useless shit that yeah. just kind of like informs so, the way that you see yes, it. Yeah, I know. Colors and it. I know, I know. So I just like like I don't it's hard for me to to get the Marvel universe as a world, sure. I think, because it's modern times. Yeah. I think that's my hardest thing. Sure. It's of not this. fantasy it's not enough. Like, right. It's not out yeah. there or anything like that. So that's that's hard. So but okay, Rogue One aside, all right. Not only do they do that one, then then we jump to Mandalorian. Okay. And I want to point out, there's a reason why why I'm going to this. Mm -hmm. It's important. So Mandalorian Season 2, I think, set up unrealistic expectations for every other thing that's not Star Wars on the Disney programming, especially specifically Marvel. Because Filoni and Favreau, being fans of this world, were like, we're going to go back. We're going to give you a show like it was set when the original trilogy was released, you know, like, like that feel is going to be what we, we use puppets. We use real effects, all this type of shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the middle of a rewatch of Mandalorian season two. Yeah. So they're like, dude, we're, we're, you like Boba Fett. We're going to give you real Boba Fett, not some bullshit version of Boba Fett, not, not some child, heightened, yeah, not some right. heightened ideal. Of not, Boba Fett. not yeah. every clone is Boba Fett, sure. not yeah. child Boba Fett or his dad, Django Fett. We're just going to give you straight up Boba Fett. Yeah. Not only Boba Fett, in the Slave One, dropping seismic charges, things you've only heard about and stuff like that, played out amazing. I still, like, like this season was so perfect. And not only that, they're like, okay, we give you fucking dark troopers, okay? That was, like, a thing that was always talked about and stuff like that. And, the dude, this season... It got my dick hard. I'm going to be yeah. honest. Like, the the point when the Dark Troopers dropped down, yeah. I was like, okay, this is shitty that we're only seeing the uh, the Dark Troopers for one second, and they're just stealing Baby yeah. Yoda, and they're gone. But that was a tease. But we get Dark Troopers. Right. Like, yeah. I didn't realize the, what we were going to get later from them, okay? I, I, th- I figured they were going to come back. Next season. I figured they'd oh, be next season type of thing, right? Okay, sure. So Because uh, I figured they would milk it as much as they could, okay? And then, so not only do we get... Boba Fett. Do we get that? We get the seismic charge. Dude, I'll tell you, dude, that scene when he's flying away from that thing and those seismic charges go off, yeah. I was like a child, yeah, bro. I yeah. was just like, scream. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, holy yeah. fuck. Yeah. And then um, Luke Skywalker, obviously. Sure, yeah. Okay. That you was see the, the X cap. one pulling, yes. in, pulling into That's the, the cap of it, yeah, right? For sure. I don't. Okay. So. Because we talked earlier that I don't think Kevin Feige is here to like answer dreams because like right now we're dreaming. 
You might not be. We, the viewers, every single person in the world besides you is dreaming like James McAvoy or like no, Michael not. Fassbender. Definitely not. Or, and you want to know what's funny? I just talked to um, my cousin and my brother. Sure. Who, ha- who share a lot of the same like sensibilities that yeah, I do, yeah, especially yeah. in cinema. Uh, and they really want Fassbender and McAvoy too. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that is a very universal maybe. Idea. It's like it's as close to Luke. You cannot get Luke Skywalker because there's no character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that hasn't already been covered that yeah. would like Luke Skywalker. Like the closest you would maybe do. It wouldn't make any sense. But Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Sure. Yeah. But like that wouldn't make any sense to bring him in right here. So like mm-hmm. Michael Fassbender or James McAvoy or the, even like that dude I can't remember his name that played Beast. Mm-hmm. Like that would be good. Good enough, but it need to be like one of those people to be like Boba Fett or to be like um, the Dark Troopers or something of that nature. White mm-hmm. Vision isn't it? Like no, I, no, I no, hope that not. that's not like what they expected from for yeah. us. I just don't think that they're there to answer dreams like we want to that level. Uh, Reed Richards would have been sure. An answering my Reed dream. Richards would have been great yeah. too. You could even have one of the old the the first actor that played Reed Richards like come in and then as long because there's nothing wrong with that original cast other than the fact that you can't use Chris Evans anymore, sure. obviously. Yeah. But like that original cast was a fine cast. It was just that it was done by a shitty studio doing yeah. shitty things. Yeah. So, but I okay, I don't know. I like I just I'm so okay with starting over with Magneto and with um and with Xavier. But then that's a that's not going to give you the like the pop sort of thing that like yeah. there's no reason to start over with those I, characters. I so. I hear that it would be more fan service, but I don't need the fan service. I just want the characters. I don't need the actors. The actors were good. But this is the MCU. Just give me MCU. Doesn't stuff. mean anything. I know. Yeah. Clearly not, not not now. Because less and less every day for you, sure. You Especially don't, after the multiverse stuff. Yeah, you don't need... It doesn't need to be a new... You already have people who want to play those roles, continue playing those roles, mm. have been awesome playing those roles. Yeah. People already love those characters in those roles. Sure. So, why not? I mean, why build new when you already have? Like, that's like saying, well, let's let's recast um, Doctor Strange. No, because he's in the MCU. No, because we're, an MCU we can have a MCU. we can have a twist, and then it will be a new Doctor Strange. It's fine because it's not what, a big deal. But that's what the the point that I'm trying to make is that I like the consistency of the MCU aesthetic, yeah. and and you're bringing in Fox aesthetic. And so and, what? and okay, what I'm saying is that I like the consistency of the MCU aesthetic, and to bring an aesthetic from a different universe to me is jarring. To me, that's a that's is, a silly and, and it's jarring in like, a way that I don't like. I don't want. I I can't see Kylo Ren show up in the Mandalorian, like as a kid. Yeah. Because no, because the sequels have a different feel than the Mandalorian. It has a different touch to it. The sequels are more JJ Abrams. Same universe though. Same universe. Oh. Same universe. Well, what if they? I liked. I liked, what if they say that is the same universe? If they twist it and go, well, okay, well, Wanda, plane, Wanda, Wanda is a it, Wanda is a Nexus entity now, and they're making that more and more a Nexus. Yeah, she, no, she is. Un- well, I mean, in the comics and now, no, more she's, explicitly she's, now. They've they've clearly made it so. Like you know how like we were talking about how this might be House of M and stuff like that. Uh-huh. I I now think there's no chances is House of M. Okay, okay. Um, I think that. Because she's talking about how she's chaos magic. She's able to create things, okay, right? Yeah. So she but can- she's still a Nexus entity. Okay. She, I mean, like, in the comics and in the show, they're, they're, she is like a, a multiverse entity. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know. Maybe. She, I mean, what I'm saying what, is. What is, what is determined that in the show? 
the the Scarlet Witch coming through the vision, what? like her, the, the when the when the Mind Stone, yeah, yeah, yeah kind of yeah. showed her, you. You, like it was like, yeah, like, it's like the, the Phoenix Force type of thing, kind of, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so, like, I I'm just okay. I'm okay with multiverse stuff. Mm-hmm. I just if if you didn't have to give me the same actors, I'd be even happier about it. I mean, that does because if they if those if that multiverse uh, got to show you glimpse of other universes. Kind of like a Marvel zombie situation. Sure, I'm cool with having them crossover, mm-hmm. but I would be happier if they were a, a part of a momentary event, and that in the long run there were MCU original. Mm, I definitely hope that's not the case. Really, that, you yeah, definitely hope that's I not the case. I definitely hope that's not the case. Uh, I don't. I don't want to see there be some silly reason why uh, Magneto and Professor X didn't help with Endgame. Oh, no, I think it'll probably, be, like, the mutants will be, like, a new edition kind of thing. I don't think that the mutants were always around. I don't think they'll do that. That won't make sense. Right. I, I think that they'll have to, like, I even like think the that, like, a new thing because of the snap. She's clearly, know, like, I think, okay, so, like, to me, when I watch this episode, or maybe, you know what I said you to know myself? What, you know what could happen? She engulfs the whole fucking world, and then everyone becomes a mutant like Photon did, like yeah. Monica Rambeau. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would make it House of M-esque. Yeah. It would just be the inverse. But, like, I definitely was, like, she she's, cl- like, to me, and now I know this is me doing what I've done earlier in these other episodes, and uh-huh. you've gone, you, this is you adding to what's yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. To me, she's she's clearly, like, a mutant herself. Yeah, okay. Because she had... Well, she was born with powers. Yeah, sure. she yeah, had. She's... she was born with powers. Her yeah. brother was born with powers. Yeah. And they were enhanced by the Infinity... I mean, they come out and say that specifically. Yeah. Yeah. They don't call it mutant. Yeah. But now they could if they want to because yeah. they have the ability to. But, like, I, just, I, you know, I don't know what I... What I like, you know, I, I'm thinking to myself now, like... Because I'm trying to remember how I felt going into the last episode of The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And I totally kind of expected it to be, like... None of what it was, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, okay, this is going to be a bridge just to go to the next season sure, or whatever, yeah. right? Instead, and they gave you a nice little end cap. It was the art artist version of the end of that show. Yeah. Now, I have, of course, I'll continue watching, and I've argued online with people about yeah, like that's yeah. the artist's end to this show. Like they can continue doing it. It's like continuing Watchmen, right? That was. Lindelof's end, artistic mm-hmm. end to that show. Yeah, you could continue it if you want to, and technically, but- Lindelof continued it after. The original ended because the yeah, original was yeah. supposed to be self-contained, right? So yeah, like, yeah, kept it going in a way that didn't need to continue. Absolutely, and he did a good job. Yeah, and he did, but he, he he like okay. I know like it's it's. I know you um, have a problem with Watchmen, especially the end of the Watchmen. Yeah, I, just didn't like I loved it mm-hmm. overall. Like I, a friend of mine just watched it and we discussed it for a good hour or so. And I was thinking to myself like, God damn, I love that show. Like, but I love everything from Lindelof, yeah. other than Lost because I never watched Lost. I want to point that out but all of his stuff that's been on hbo i've loved and like to me it was like such a perfect show because like it was an adaption of the original but placed now with the same or similar messages to the original but like twisted to like it was just such a good adaption of like all this stuff a mag you know, I, I don't know. And it's unfair. Like, I don't want to, like, compare it to, like, I'm not trying to compare it to WandaVision. Yeah. I'm just trying to say, I don't know what I expected. Because the reason why I can kind of compare WandaVision to Watchmen is they were both 
shows laced with mysteries that have been slowly unveiled. Now, Watchmen had many more mysteries that were unveiled through time because we didn't know anything of that was kind of going on at that point. And then by the end, we learned Lady True was the daughter of, you know... Osmandius and her mother was her daughter, yeah, <laughs> and like, yeah. and the cop was originally we, a killer. We were, you were, I think, you even because um, we were talking about this as it was coming out. You kind of um, uh, guessed that the mother was going to be the daughter. Yeah, at some yeah, point. yeah. And I was like, oh, I didn't even consider that. Yeah. And then it ended up being the case. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. There were a few things I get. I uh, see. I, the re- I think one of the reasons I loved that show was because it made me feel smart. Mm-hmm. I figured out some of the stuff, but then it still gave me answers I didn't expect. Yeah, and yeah. like. Obviously, I don't expect WandaVision to do that because you're not working with a director who's like that trying to do something like that. This director is just trying to do something interesting in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that's more than the original. I'm still going to give WandaVision credit because I still think it's more interesting than most of the movies even are. Like, it's it's still deeper. It's still got a lot more going on for it. But maybe that's only because of how it's being delivered to me. Like, maybe like, you know, Civil or not Civil War, uh, Winter Soldier would have been this level if it was delivered to me on a weekly basis and there was this mystery and they better held who Bucky was or who the Winter Soldier was and then it turns out to be Bucky later on or whatever you it's know. It's so funny like, when I saw that movie I was surprised when it was Bucky. Oh really? Yeah. You know why? Because you've never read the comics yeah. and stuff. So I knew going in it was Bucky because just because of the comics sure. and shit like that. Yeah, but yeah sure. it's so all, all, all together I want to just say I definitely enjoyed this uh, this 31 minutes of television and I'm definitely looking forward to this the end now even if it doesn't do exactly what I want. That's tomorrow man. Tomorrow, you're right. We are watching the last episode of this. Uh, Damn, of this show. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited too. I hope it's something crazy. Yeah. I hope it's like Mephisto or some crazy shit, some big fucking thing still. And I hope Reed Richards is in it and Doctor Doom. Yeah, and I, and I hope for all of the things, all my wildest dreams to come true. My wildest dream to come true would be if like this was gonna be something great, like something. Like, you know what would be you know what would be great, mm. old man Logan, old man Logan, would like be Hugh cool. Jackman is old as fuck. Yeah, man. You know, yeah. I'd well, love that everybody listening, we will see you next week when when, when I'm disappointed because I yeah. made something that I that they never told me was going to be. I'm I'm just excited to uh, talk about the last episode. Next yeah, week. Me too. that'll be really cool. See you for the series finale, everyone. Biati.